what is our gifts? What is our gifts? What is a gift? When you go to the store, you look for something that you know a person may like, and you buy it, you potentially wrap it up nicely, and you give it to the person that you know when they open that gift, they are going to be happy, ecstatic. They're going to move them in a way where they're going to see that you see them and you understand what they like. What does this mean? Heinz, hindsight on YouTube, and he has podcasts, brought this to my attention. He's actually been bringing this to my attention a lot as I watch his videos. But I had to take a step back and ask myself, well, what is my gift? What is it that I have packaged up very nicely that I'm happy with, that I want to share to the world? I do feel confident speaking. I do. It's times where I, it may even be just because I don't know what I want to talk about that I get nervous or anything like that. But I feel like talking is one of my gifts. But in particularly, I feel like I have a vision to see the world differently. Regardless as to what rules and regulations people want to put on that, because that's, that seems like something that we just do as humans. We always need to regulate something in order for it to work, right? Well, work for everyone. But this brings me to my childhood, actually. I remember as a kid, and this is no shade at all to my mom, but my mom, <laughs> my mom, even to this day, doesn't understand my style. I don't really understand my style. But that makes something apparent to me is that I'm learning. I'm observing what I like to wear. And what I like to wear, someone might not like how it looks. This is something that I didn't really give too much thought to when I was a child. But it did linger. It has. I mean, I'm talking about it now. And that's why I say it's no shade to my mommy because if anything, she birthed a seed. If she knew she was doing it or not. But she birthed something that, or I say birthed, I mean planted. She planted something that I am still thinking about pretty much every day. And I say every day because we wake up every day and have to put on clothes. And... I'm still learning how to wear clothes. Now, when I say this, this kind of makes, the way I'm saying this sounds like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm getting there in the, in the sense where, I guess, on a societal spectrum, I can be looked at as not necessarily a fashionista, or should I say that? Is fashionista like a reference to being a woman? I'm not sure. But... Uh, let's just say a fashion expert. Okay. I'm not like 
I don't understand cuts and seams and uh, silhouettes and all of those different things as to why they're so impactful. But again, I know what I like. I like at first when I was younger, I didn't like super baggy clothes. Anyone, if I got a couple people that can test this, my grandma, my auntie, and a few other family members, but I did not like baggy clothes. And I don't know why. I have been skinny as I am since uh can since I was a child, so maybe that was part of it. I just felt like I wanted you to see me and not be, you know, draped over with these baggy clothes. And if you know what I mean by baggy clothes, it's like it's baggy to the point where it's like it looks like your shirt is a dress and your pants are it looks like you're in a like someone threw you in a laundry bag, like a jean denim uh laundry bag. <laughs> I don't know, right? But I no longer I stopped. I remember being very persistent on grandma ma i don't like baggy clothes so uh, they started to you know be a little bit more attentive on okay this shirt is a medium so it's, it's gonna fit them it's not gonna be too big it's gonna be just right pants they're not too big they're just right and i felt i felt good at that point i felt good and i was like all right i started to see that I ha- it would give me a little bit of confidence so i would match and match different shirts and pants and you know um shoes uh we didn't have that much money so getting fresh jordans all the time was not a thing like i would get them here and there but again i didn't really care about material things materialistic things like jordans fresh shoes like i if anything if i had clothes to put on that was good enough if they fit me the way i wanted them that was good enough so i'm glad I that I was raised that way. And now the older I'm getting, I'm starting to see that I do like baggy clothes, but only certain baggy clothes. And I get different silhouettes. So I'm really into like uh, hoodies that are oversized, um, certain certain pants, more like cargo pants. Um, um, uh, I got like one pair of dress pants. They're like plaid. And they're black and white, and they're a little baggy, so I can, like, wear those with some uh, dress shoes, like some all-black dress shoes, black socks, uh, with my little Gucci belt um, that I've had for almost, like, five years. So it's not, like, a fresh Gucci belt. Like, this is, like, vintage material, right? Um, and, like, an oversized T-shirt. I wore that a couple weeks ago, and I really felt very confident i felt very good as a kid maybe not maybe i would have who knows but i've evolved from that point of my life and i'm here now and you know i forget the over overarching topic that we're talking about right now but my childhood literally is the birthplace of where I am now. My childhood is the birthplace of where I am now. Because I'm going back and refining things that I did or didn't like, 
I'm changing the way I talk. I'm changing the way I look at things. I'm being more open to more things. And at the same time, I'm still living life. So it's not going to be perfect, right? Nothing in life is perfect. As much as we go out in nature and see things that seem perfect, they're not. And that actually brings me to one of my episodes, Perfectly Imperfect. Juice World actually said that. We're perfectly imperfect children, never giving up, you know. All of all of these little I look at them as seeds that you know are planted sometimes knowingly and sometimes unknowingly. But they they're there and they're they are sprouting. Some of them may need a little bit more water than others, but they're there. And if we start paying attention to those seeds, we may actually feel a little bit more confident in ourselves when we show up in the world. So, yeah, that was a rant. That was a just completely off the dome rant because <laughs> it, it wasn't structured in a way. But who who cares? Who cares? I feel like I'm always apologizing for just rant like going on and on and I really do appreciate the people that are listening in I check the analytics every now and then it's not millions of people it's about eight to some days four three one person but I want to I want you to know that I appreciate you I appreciate you for listening to me because that shows me that it doesn't matter what I'm saying or how I'm saying it, but I am heard. And I think for a long time, I was talking so much that I forgot people were hearing me. I, my perspective on things, I felt like it wasn't resonating with people. And some of that is from trauma, you know, just bad experiences with being heard and being seen. Um, But that's something that I I think I'm just still working through. And I hope, I really hope that if you relate to this, that you don't give up on your dreams. You don't give up on who you're trying to be, you know, or trying to find out who you already are. And be happy with that. Because most times we feel like we have to just change, 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 you know, in order to be happy. And sometimes the only change that we need is to realize that we don't need to change. And through that, we will be much happier with who we are, you know. So you already know. We're planting seeds to blossom a better future for you and I. Thank you.